Everyone knows therapy is great for solving problems, but getting therapy has its own problems too, like finding the right therapist, fitting into their schedule, and of course, the cost. Well, BetterHelp can solve those problems. It's totally online and built around your schedule. It's surprisingly affordable too. Connect with a credentialed therapist by phone, video, or online chat, all from the comfort of your home. Visit BetterHelp.com to learn more and save 10% on your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P. Hey, hey, Waffle Gang, I do hope you're well. My name is Mark, and today we're checking out some more relationship stories. And if you do love a Reddit story, why not consider hitting that like, subscribe, maybe that notification bell too. And let's crack on with today's first story. Much love, guys. Now, today's first story comes from TimePool9643. And before we do get into the story, I just want to give you a warning that there is talk of attempted suicide within the story. So please feel free to use the timestamps if you want to skip the story. Always look after your mental health. Super important. And let's crack on with today's first story. Much love, guys. It's titled, My brother is getting married to my ex and invited me to the wedding. I, 39 male, have been a caretaker for my brother, Justin, 33 male, since he was 10. I was only 16 when our parents died. I had to take care of the household because my brother was still very little. I did everything for him. He was the apple of my eye. I guess I spoiled him a lot. I never dated that much because I was the breadwinner for my brother. That is until I met Melissa, 35 female. It was almost 10 years ago. We dated for two years and it was great. My brother loved her. One day I was eavesdropping a conversation she was having with her friend. The gist of that conversation was something like her friend was asking about me. Melissa said that she loves me a lot. She loves that I take care of her in every way, but I am pretty average when it comes to having sex. A friend asked her if she was going to talk to me about it or how is she happy. She told her that her fixture is my brother. She went on to explain how she and Justin have been having an affair for eight months. She thinks it is justified because she thinks Justin is better in bed than I am. You can imagine how painful it was for me. I went inside the house pretending I didn't hear a thing. I confronted Justin about it. I know how to get him to talk. I pressed this matter after he was denying it. He eventually broke down and said it was the truth. He didn't say anything because he didn't want to hurt me. He and Melissa are in love and wanted to get married, but Melissa won't leave me. I was furious. I wanted to beat the shit out of him, but I just told him he is dead to me and left. I also kicked out Melissa and she stayed with my brother and his roommates. My brother was banging on my door nonstop. I had to move in with a friend and told everyone to not disclose my location to my brothers. His calls and emails were all the same, that he was sorry and he never wanted to hurt me and he will break up. I stopped the bank account, something like a trust fund, that I had made for him that he can access when he is 25. He was not my brother anymore. I went into deep depression. I didn't eat or sleep properly. I would have nightmares of my brother and ex laughing at me that I suck in bed. That if I was good enough, she would have never left me. It got so bad that once I stood in front of a train track because it was too unbearable for me. Luckily, my friends saved me. I do not have much friends, but they were my rock. I stayed with them for a year. I went to therapy. I did group sessions. I had a lot of anxiety regarding intimacy, so I didn't date for a long time. My friend encouraged me to try. I did try once with a one-night stand, but it was bad for both of us. I still go to therapy to this day, but other aspects of my life have improved. I focused more on building new relationships with new people. I went to travel and explore more hobbies. I was living for myself. 
I'm in a relationship with someone for three years now. We are engaged and we're having a kid together. Wendy, 32 female, is a really nice person. She knows all about my insecurities and problems that I face because of my brother. She was mature and patient with me. I was able to trust someone enough to be in a relationship. Two days ago, I got an invitation in my mail about a wedding. And as the title says, it was from my brother. He's kept tabs on me from afar and invited me to his wedding with none other than Melissa. Looking at their names doesn't hurt that much now. I feel numb. If it was eight years ago, I would have a meltdown. I still feel this pain that I cannot be happy for my brother's big day. My fiance suggests that we shouldn't go and delete the invite. Absolutely do not feel guilty about not going to that wedding at all. He betrayed you. She betrayed you. Why would you want to go to a wedding that's just full of betrayal? Whether you feel numb about it or not, on their special day, I would go and do something nice with Wendy and enjoy that day. Take your mind off of it if you have to. But Top Independent says don't go. If he actually gave half a shit about you, he wouldn't have done this in the first place. He's so self-centered, he can't even see how much this hurt him. He doesn't deserve your support. If he tries to press you on this, just hang up on him or delete him. If he shows up at your house, don't answer. He made his bed, make him lay in it. Scrumptious nutsack says, Ah, these names sometimes, man. I wouldn't have been as strong as you, man. I'm in shock and in a rage of the heartless people who hurt you. I could never imagine how horrible this must have made you feel. OP says, There is nothing more I want than to watch them suffer. I have no love or blessing left for him. When my parents died, they told me to look after him. And then when we are adults, we will look after each other. He threw it all away. It doesn't hurt that Melissa cheated. It hurts more that my own brother has cheated me. Okay, cartographer replies that and says, you fulfilled all the duties your parents asked of you. So you owe them and him nothing. He, however, should have been your number one backup and wasn't. He will spend his life posting on another Reddit with a tagline of a total piece of shit sending you the invite was disordered thinking and likely along the lines of, if it wasn't for him, he wouldn't be so happy, blah, blah, blah. But it's designed to hurt. They both were adults and chose a path. You deserve to live a good life. Morrow says, Betrayal from a family member, particularly a sibling, is the absolute worst. No one can grasp how contemptuous it is for siblings to treat each other in this manner unless they experience it firsthand. It fucking blows. Your brother considered only his own pleasure while dismissing your feelings. Your brother is a Richard. I have one for a sibling and the themes of our stories are similar. I don't know how anyone can declare love for a person when they've treated them with utter disrespect and inconsideration. No, it's not a matter of differing opinion. Let him have your sloppy seconds while you continue to soar far from him. One more comment from Lilac Filter who says, I'm so sorry for what they did to you, especially your own brother. Through the both of them, have some nerves sending you an invite. Listen to your fiance, don't go. Act like you never even received an invitation. You don't have a brother anymore. You're better off without him in your life. Don't know what he was thinking when sending the invite. Maybe hoping to rekindle and forgive him, but he's a piece of shit and he didn't deserve you. I'm happy that you are happy with your fiance and your child. Congrats to that. Carry on living your life and never let your brother back in. He will never be sorry, especially since he's marrying your cheating ex. He can look from the inside and beg for forgiveness, but you don't need him. He's marrying a cheater. Hope your ex cheats on him and I'm pretty sure she will in the future or maybe she has already and he hasn't found out. Either way, throw that invitation away and carry on with your life without him. Opie then updates their post and said, Hello guys, I was thinking about making an update soon. I know people in Reddit really like updates, but I delayed it because I have a baby girl now. 
When I posted this, my fiance, now wife, was already eight and a half months pregnant. We had an early delivery. My baby girl, Emily, is so cute. She's a little bundle of joy for both of us. She's so tiny and cute. She has eyes just like mine. I cannot believe we made something so precious. I spent as much time holding her. My wife gets pissed because she thinks I'm going to coddle her to death. Also, my fiance and I got married pretty quickly. It was a court marriage. Neither of us wanted a big wedding anyways. We are all fine. Some of you asked me how my brother knew my address. Well, he didn't. He only knew my email, my work email. He probably knows what company I go to, so from there he tracked down my email and sent an invitation. A few days ago, I get another email from my brother. I forgot to block him. I usually don't check my work email because most of them are forwarded in Slack. My brother made a huge ass email. He basically told me he knows I will not come to his wedding but still wanted me there for his big day. He apologized for what he has done and that he will never forgive himself for doing wrong. He knew he shouldn't have slept with Melissa but he did it anyways. Growing up, he had been jealous of me. He was jealous. I'm the more capable brother who was just babysitting him. When Melissa approached him, he felt like he had more importance. He knew he was wrong. He wanted to stop. The day I said he was dead to me, he had a panic attack. He tried his best to contact me, but my friends refused to give up my location. He was begging them. He and Melissa split up for a while. He was desperate to find me. He hit rock bottom when he heard from a friend of his that I tried to commit suicide. Even friends judged him harshly after what he has done. His friends saw me as a big brother too. So they all refused to be at his wedding with Melissa. Melissa and he reconciled two years ago. By that time, Melissa was a single mum. She feels guilty about what she has done because the father of her child has cheated on her and left her. She also wanted to meet me and say sorry. From there, they rekindled their romance. Lastly, he said he cannot go through with the wedding. He called it off and he fought with Melissa and they broke up again. He wants me to be with him in his most important day. He knows I have disowned him, but he is willing to do anything to reconcile, even if that takes him his whole life. That's it. There's a bunch of whining stuff that I ignored. I deleted the email. My therapist said forgiveness isn't something that is forced. It comes from subconscious level when we know we can forgive that person. There should be an option only when someone shows they are sorry by their actions and not by their words. Honestly, I don't want to. I know I'm being petty and cruel, but I'm happy the way my life is. Adding him will cause stress. My wife told me to forget it. My brother is not guilty at all. As soon as I forgive him, he'll go back to Melissa. He needs to figure out his life on his own. I've babied him enough. Now it is his turn to be an adult. Edits. People asking me if my brother's life, so I want to clear it out. I do not have any idea what he has been doing with his life. I moved away from my place further from him. I transferred my job too. He must have known my place of work where he got the email. For 10 years of my life, I pretended he doesn't exist along with therapy. I treated him like he was someone dead. I don't know what went down with him and Melissa, but from his email, I can paint a picture that they broke up after dating a few years. His friends were unhappy with him dating this woman and they decided to drop the wedding because of Melissa. My brother told me he doesn't want to get married unless I am there to support him. That could be anyone. It doesn't have to be Melissa. Why Melissa came back, I don't know. Maybe she thought I would accept her like a doormat, but she knows me better than that. I'm stubborn when it comes to holding a grudge. I didn't know I had an impact on his friends so much. They were good people who would hang out with us. Though they were younger, they treated me like their own brother. I did get apologies from two of his friends who never had a positive male role model after I blocked my brother. I don't have any contact with them. 
A comment after the update says to OP, well, OP, your brother is facing the consequences for his actions harshly, but every choice we make has a price. And he should have known that when he was meeting your ex behind your back, I don't blame you at all. Melissa got what she deserved. Her ex cheating on her is karma for having slept with your brother. You've done so much for him. And I think that if he truly regrets what he did to you, he will get back on his own feet without asking for your help. Wonder how he even had the audacity to invite you to the wedding with his now ex, knowing how much both of them hurt you. You're right for not attending. Forgiveness can't be forced. Whenever you think you're ready to forgive him, you will. If not, then not. I don't judge you for not forgiving him. OP replied to that and says, If he truly regretted this, he wouldn't have decided to marry Melissa, the woman who destroyed my life along with my brother. What did he think? I will forget all the pain and trauma they caused me. Forgiveness doesn't set you free. It creates a different trap. Over the years, I have learned forgiveness is a tool made by cowards who just want to get away with their wrongdoings without facing any consequences. They think having forgiveness removes the toll of guilt they have. True forgiveness is never forced. It is earned. He still has done nothing to earn that. But now I'm going to turn this one to you guys. What do you guys make of this situation? Do you think you would ever be able to move past something like that? Let me know your thoughts down in the comments below. Let's move on to another story. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with Plush Care. Plush Care accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. We're dipping into the pro revenge subreddit from Traveling ABC, which says former manager made my life hell and I finally got her fired. I was desperate to join a new job after my husband and I were both laid off last year. When I was offered a new role, I knew it would be a step down from what I was doing, but the manager and the team seemed great. And that part has not changed. However, since my manager, Gary, was so busy, he basically offloaded me to another manager, Jane. I was supposed to be the connection point between my team and Jane, but it quickly became Jane micromanaging me. She would ask me to work through lunch, move and cancel vacation days, call at 11pm on weekends and order me around on phone calls. She also made nasty comments about my weight and said I was big for my race. The list of personal slights so long that it filled three pages. I would talk back to her and she did not like that and that provoked her more. I only stayed because we needed to pay the bills. Finally, I had a mental breakdown on a Friday afternoon after she yelled at me for something trivial about scheduling a meeting without including someone from her team who I didn't know about. I was dealing with a family tragedy and couldn't take it anymore. I told Gary about the situation with Jane and he was sympathetic and not at all surprised considering half her team quit. He immediately offered to move me to a different team under him and I was thrilled. Well, turns out, 
Going to the new team didn't help. Jane continued to order me around from afar. When I ignored her emails, she came to my desk one day and started loudly talking about how I am not qualified for this role. Gary overheard and finally told her off, but the verbal abuse did not stop. After two months there, I abruptly wrote my resignation letter and stapled the list of Jane's offensive comments and CC'd everyone. Gary offered a bunch of accommodations to try and keep me, but seeing how he was still provoking from afar, I said the only way for me to stay would be for her to go, and he did not have authority to let her go. The manager was in a different country, and despite several HR complaints from at least five people, nothing was done. So I left, loudly and without shame telling everyone exactly why I was leaving. Times were very bad for three months. There were nights we would eat slices of bread just so we could pay the mortgage and emergency expenses from a health crisis and a funeral. Even after he found a job, we were still catching up on bills and still are. I spent months applying to five to 10 roles per day, sometimes over 20. Last month, I saw a public memo about a big shot from a former company joining the company I just left. I used to work with this guy closely and text him a congrats, let me know if you need any insights on the new place. We had a quick call where I told him some ins and outs where I thought they could innovate. After this call, he asked me to join the team as his chief of staff and I accepted. Imagine Jane's shock when we had our first all hands call. All the VPs and above were asked to welcome the new Big Shot in a giant conference room. In Big Shot's speech, he breezed over that I'll be his chief of staff along with a few key names. I now sat two levels above Jane and apparently, within the three months I was not there, the other half of her team turned over. Every single person left. Gary was excited for me and and said all nice things. However, Jane took the classless route and sent Big Shot an email about how I'm an unqualified idiot, that I used to work for her, how I tried to get her fired and that she suspects I lied to get ahead. She didn't even try to be fake nice. Big Shot forwarded me her email and asked what this was about. I was so nervous and excited. Little did Jane know, I was a director at Big Shot's competitor company and was already a level above her, so two levels isn't a big leap. And I worked with him for five years. I had an hour call with Big Shot and told him she was bad for the company culture and was a nasty person in general. The evidence he needed was Gary confirming her whole team has turned over. My prior resignation letter was still sitting on my desktop when I logged in upon return, and a few other nasty emails she sent her recent staff, which they were happy to share with us. Big Shot fired Jane on Friday. Always on revenge stories and malicious compliance stories, it's one of those ones that I say every single time. I would just love to be a fly on the wall watching that go down, seeing Jane's face in that meeting room when you entered it. Ooh-wee! And a lot of the comments, like underrated Metapod said, I salute you. And then, of course, typical Reddit fashion, Vargas replied to that saying, I got a chubby reading this. <laughs> oh, so wrong. Now, what do you guys make of this situation? Let me know your thoughts down in the comments below. Let's move on to another story, which was from the entitled People subreddit from Many Books 91. It says, Entitled Aunt tries to make funeral about her. So, I was reading a few stories on this subreddit and it hit me. I actually have a story to share. This happened 10 plus years ago, so some of the details are kind of fuzzy. I wasn't a participant, more of an observer, but sadly, it was my family. So my aunt, N.A., battled bowel cancer for years, but sadly, she lost the battle when I was 19. 
Shortly before she passed, my dad, mum, sister and myself drove the seven hours to see her in hospice and we were all shocked to see dad's other sister, EA, there. She lived 15 hours away. She cried to my dad that she had to see her sister before she died. My dad didn't really believe her but let it go because maybe she was telling the truth. We spent the afternoon with NA while she was awake until visiting hours were over. As we walked out of the room, we heard EA yelling at a doctor, demanding to know when NA would die because she had a cruise booked and she didn't want to reschedule it. I don't really remember what happened after that other than my dad losing his shit and apologizing to the doctor before dragging her out of there. For those of you wondering, EA got to go on her cruise. Sadly, NA passed away after a few days after she got back from the cruise. Story doesn't end there. We drive back up for the funeral. My dad quiet the entire time. When we get there, EA is already there. Having kicked my uncle out of his bedroom because she needs the big bedroom. We help arrange things for the funeral. EA complaining about how hot it is the entire time and napping. During the wake at my uncle's house, EA walked around to everyone talking about how she still has her sea legs and what happened on her cruise. If someone tried to talk about NA, she would redirect it back to her and her cruise. My uncle quietly asked her to stop talking about her cruise as she was making people uncomfortable and she started screaming at him, yelling all sorts of horrible things. I can't remember exactly what she said, but I do know she ended it with telling my uncle to get the fuck out of his own house. My dad told EA to shut up or she could get out, but my uncle was not leaving his own house. After that, she hid herself in the bedroom and refused to come out, so we left her there while we all went to the pub. We left the next day, but she had already gone, saying we all ruined the funerals for her. As far as I know, my dad says both his sisters died and has had nothing to do with her. My uncle hasn't tried to contact her either. Sadly, from what I've heard from my cousins, she hasn't changed at all is becoming a bitter old woman who can only brag about how well off she is. Even her kids don't want anything to do with her. I had a bit of a story similar around when my dad passed away. On the day that he passed, I had a phone call early in the morning. I think it was around four, three o'clock in the morning. Um, and it was from my niece saying, dad hasn't got long, basically. So you might want to get down here. And of course, I jumped in the car straight away. I shot down there straight away to see him and, you know, um, he, he passed away, basically. So we had various family members coming down to, to see my dad and, and all this kind of thing was going on. And a bit later on, a couple hours later, I was phoning around family members, letting them know what had happened. I can always remember this. It felt like a surreal conversation. You have to tell me what you think. And I phoned this close family member of my father's up. I don't personally know her very well. Told her what happened and I said, yeah, if there's anything that we can do, you know, just give us a call. You know where we are, etc. And then just out of nowhere, done this 360 on this conversation, started talking to me about her illness at the time and that she's got hospital visit later on in the day and, and, and what that visit's going to entail and, and the procedure that she's going to have. And I can remember my mind feeling absolutely overloaded at that moment, you know, I was just sort of trying to deal with dad passing away and I've got someone else telling me about what procedure they're going to have. Obviously, I felt empathetic to what they was going through, but it was just not what I wanted to be hearing in that particular moment. Like I said, it was a very, very strange conversation for me. Have you yourselves ever faced a family member like that, always making things about themselves, etc.? But now I'm going to turn this one to you guys. What do you guys make of this situation?
Now, just a huge thank you from the bottom of my heart for getting involved in today's stories. Your love, your support, your time always means the absolute world to me. So thank you so much for being involved. Truly, it's absolutely incredible. And hopefully, <laughs> I will see you in the next one. Much love, guys. Bloody legends. Yeah, man, I remember being so naive when life was good, weather and palm trees. Back in the day, you were everything I need. But then along came a time when you crushed my dreams. Oh, yeah, you played me like a fool when you made me believe that the line between love wasn't thick enough to read. Oh, yeah, you see, we in the spare crime everywhere. You're selling false hope because you just don't care. Nah, uh, you just don't care. Nah, 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 you just don't, just don't care. Uh, you just don't. Still selling false hope because you just don't care. House, 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 feel me. If we talk into a uniform, who the real, would you know we Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.